Welcome to the Building the Elite Podcast, where we discuss the physical, mental, and emotional aspects of human performance within military special operations by looking at the principles that can help anyone thrive in chaotic and challenging environments. This is Craig from Building the Elite. Today we're going to talk about one of the most useful mental skills that our clients use to succeed in special operations selection courses and how it can be applied in your own life, no matter what your occupation is. This mental skill is called segmenting. Segmenting means to mentally break a process down into small, manageable pieces. Rather than thinking about your selection course as a whole, you focus on nothing but the day ahead of you. If it's a particularly rough day, you break things down even further. You only think about making it through this one event, or even the next few minutes or seconds. You forget about the destination or how long the journey is, and you just focus on taking the next step. You do that over and over, and eventually, you're at the end of the whole process. Segmenting helps to regulate your stress response by altering your perceptions of two key factors, predictability and control. You may not know what's coming in the next several months or how you'll handle it, but you know with much more certainty what's coming in the next few hours or minutes and what you need to do to keep going. This also modulates your sense of motivation by shifting your motivational style towards control. When we have a control-based motivational process, we have better emotional regulation, we're able to think more rationally, and we're better able to focus on taking action in a way that aligns with our long-term goals. Anyone with extensive experience in sports or military training is probably familiar with this concept, but you don't want to just hope that segmenting is there for you when you need it. It doesn't happen reliably or effectively by accident. When we're in high stakes or high stress situations, the skills that we have won't be the skills that we hope for or have just heard about. They'll be the skills that we practice. When we're tired and stressed, we fall to the level of our habits. This is why we have our clients consciously work on segmenting even when they don't feel like they need it. This slowly makes it an automatic behavior that is associated with exertion. So when they're in the middle of their worst moments in selection, they aren't trying to cognitively think about what to do to keep going. They just fall back on the familiar responses that they've already reinforced. In other words, for segmenting to work well, It has to be something that you do and not just something that you know. Segmenting isn't just reserved for physical beatdowns and being wet and sandy all day. It's also useful in more benign situations in our daily lives. For instance, the New York Times bestselling author Anne Lamott titled her book Bird by Bird after a form of segmenting that she learned from her father. When they were kids, Anne's 10-year-old brother was sitting at their kitchen table. He was trying to write a report on birds that he was supposed to have started three months earlier. He was on the brink of tears, surrounded by blank papers and unopened books about birds, paralyzed by the massive task in front of him. Their father sat down, put his arm around his shoulder, and said, Bird by bird, buddy. Just take it bird by bird. The same advice that works for writers and book report procrastinators also works for aspiring special operators and anyone in between. You don't think about how big the whole process is. You just take it push-up by push-up, or bird by bird, day by day. You can try this yourself. The next time you find yourself saying that you're 
just not feeling motivated and would rather tune out and watch the latest Netflix series, you could try segmenting. Whatever you're trying to get done, break down the task into a small piece. For example, this could be, I'll just read one page, or I'll just figure out what the very first step is for me to create an LLC so I can start this business, or I'll just do the first 10 minutes of this workout. Before you know it, you've gotten started and the hardest part of the process is over with. It's often a lot easier to keep going once you've managed the effort to get started. And even if all you do is that one tiny thing, you've practiced taking action when you felt resistance. This makes it a lot easier to do the same thing next time. And eventually, taking action no matter how you feel becomes your first impulse. It's just what feels natural. Another common scenario where segmenting is helpful is pulling yourself out of living in the distant future or the past. Both of these can be an easy form of escape. We can sit idly and imagine what success will look like once we finally start the business, finish the degree, or put in the decade or more of training necessary to attain a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Or we sit and think about how great life was 10 years ago when we didn't have a care in the world. That fantasy becomes mental opium. It allows us to shortcut all the work, the early mornings, late nights, daily sacrifices, and monotonous grinding, and have a quick taste of the end result. Or, it's a way of transporting ourselves away to an imaginary past where life was simple and wonderful. It's not that thinking about your future or daydreaming about your past is useless, but you have to be able to shift your focus away from the abstract distant future and back to the hard reality of what to do with the minutes and hours of the present day that would move you incrementally closer to what you really want. Procrastination can be a way of protecting yourself from failure. When you use segmenting and other mental skills to consistently move yourself forward toward your goals, it can feel uncomfortable. No matter how hard you try, you can always fail. But when you make an honest effort, you're at least answering the question. You'll never have to live your life wondering what might have been if only you'd had the courage to try. Answering the question means never being an I was gonna. These are the personality types that we see a lot around the world of special operations. People who wanted to do the job and could have gone to selection and seen if they had it in them, but can never make the commitment and take the risk. So they spend their lives talking about the things that they were gonna do, but never did. You'll find the I was gonna's aren't just in special operations. They're everywhere. I was going to start a business, but the paperwork alone is a nightmare. I was going to go to school for that, but there's no way I'm going to deal with four years of that shit. I was going to budget for that, but I can't possibly set aside 500k for retirement, so I'm not going to save anything. One of the reasons that segmenting works so well is how it impacts the role of dopamine in your brain. When you perceive that you're on track towards your goal, you get little pulses of dopamine to keep you motivated and moving forward. Perceive is the key word. Your opinion is what matters most. Most people quit long before they actually fail. Their business doesn't go bankrupt, they aren't a non-select in their selection course, and their partner doesn't spontaneously fall out of love with them. They quit or stop giving it everything they have because it's hard. They hit a roadblock and give up. This is why a process-oriented approach, an aspect of a growth mindset, is such a powerful approach to overcoming challenges. 
When you're focused on the process, you feel like you're winning or being successful by continuing on the path towards your goal. The outcome matters, but it's not the only indicator of success. And segmenting is a great way to focus on the process instead of the outcome. It shifts your attention to the present moment. Each time you pass each little milestone you've created, you perceive that you're on track and get a little bump in motivation. This approach creates a feedback loop in which taking action feels good because the action is part of the bigger goal. This allows you to adjust your approach instead of quitting when you face setbacks. If you're only focused on the outcome, like winning or finishing an event in selection, then you're susceptible to losing motivation when you hit an inevitable setback. If your motivation is dependent on an external event, like a calisthenics beatdown ending when you think it should, then your motivation can be taken away from you. Whether it's paralyzing yourself with the compounded difficulty of a month's or years-long process, or quenching your desire for the achievement of a difficult goal by mentally skipping to the fun part at the end, you're distracting yourself from what matters. Doing the work right now. If you effectively segment the task, no matter how daunting the total process, you'll be able to break it down into small enough pieces that every step is doable. As the novelist E.L. Doctorow wrote, it's like driving a car at night. You can only see as far as your headlights, but you can make the whole trip that way. No matter how far away the destination feels, you just keep taking the next step. You just deal with what's in your headlights. One day, you'll finally look up and realize that you've made it to the end of a long journey. Whether the destination was graduating a special operations selection course, starting your own business, or digging yourself out of credit card debt, there was never any way to get there other than one small step at a time, day after day. That's it for today. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure and subscribe to the BTE podcast on whatever player or podcast host you prefer. You can find us at buildingtheelite.com where you can learn more or let us know what topics you'd like to hear about in upcoming episodes. We'll see you next time.